This is Sexy Book Club. Like the name says, we talk about sexy books with an emphasis on the sex. So keep listening only if you're ready for frank and explicit conversation. Welcome to Sexy Book Club. I'm Tom. I'm Carla. And I'm Amy. And we uh, will read a sexy book and then talk about it for your listening enjoyment. This month's book uh, is called A Match Made for Thanksgiving, Holidays with the Wongs, book one, and it's by Jackie Lau. Now, straight up off the top, I did not realize this was a novella when I picked it, but I'm also thrilled that it was because some of these books have been a lot to get through. So it was nice to have like a real fast paced short book to just like rip on through. Yes, this one was very short and spoiler pleasant. Very. Ple- yeah, it was just yeah. very. And I just enjoyed it. No, um, I have to say, like, no content warnings. No, which yeah, I, I think, think so. I feel is very weird. For this podcast. You know what? I will mention content warnings about the deconstructed Nanaimo bars. Oh, yeah. But outside of that, <laughs> no other yeah. content warnings. I thought you might have something to say about Agreed. that. Yeah. <laughs> this is also by far the most Canadian book we have read. I mean, I think it's the only Canadian book we've read, but they like mm-hmm. lean into Canada hard. She really mm-hmm. piles it on. And I loved it. Oh, I was totally here for really it. really happy. Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, reel off the blurb and then we're going to get into it. Meet Nick and Lily. Advertising executive Nick Wong enjoys living in Toronto. He loves late nights partying and taking women back to his penthouse. And so it is with great reluctance that he returns to his boring hometown of Mosquito Bay for Thanksgiving. This year, however, is even worse than usual. His interfering parents and grandparents, frustrated with the lack of weddings in the family, have invited blind dates for him and his three siblings. Nick's brother Greg has been set up with Lily Sang, who just happens to be Nick's latest one-night stand, the one he can't get out of his mind. Although Nick has never been interested in settling down, Lily has him reconsidering. Perhaps he's good for more than a single night of sex, dumplings, and bubble tea after all. But first, he has to get through this painful weekend with his family and convince her that she should be with him, not Greg. I mean, good blurb. I mean, that's, pretty good that's blurb. Really yeah. is just that was the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Pretty good blurb. Okay, I've got notes about the characters and their descriptions or lack thereof. <laughs> right. Really, for the most part, because uh, I actively went through and tried to find descriptions of Lily. And they do not really exist in this That's book. what I was going to say. There's yeah. definitely like good descriptions of him, but but mm-hmm. not of her. And I mean, that is yeah. sometimes that sometimes happens with these books because usually the audience sure. is female and you should be able to picture to yourself yep. as that Chinese woman. Yeah. <laughs> Put yourself yeah. right in yeah. there. So Lily is 30 years old. Nick is 32. Uh, Nick will go to uh, my first note about Nick's description. The man had nearly... Black hair with a hint of a wave that made him look roguish, if it was a word anyone used anymore. He had dark brown eyes, a teasing smile, and he caused a pleasant hum in her body, even more so than the delicious cocktail. He looked ever so slightly like Henry Golding, which I thought very topical. Well done. It was so topical. To the author. And also, I kind of, mm, now that you said that topical thing, I was going to say, I kind of wish they always did that because sometimes I'm not a great visualizer, Um, but I'm glad they don't because sometimes... You know, we read older books and I don't really want it to be like, he looked just like Tom Selleck. <laughs> he looked like Andrew Dice <laughs> yeah, Clay. Yeah, it's like, not, 
necessarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom Selleck's a handsome man, but, you know, sure. not necessarily my sexual ideal in the mm-hmm. year 2020. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, other slight descriptions of Nick include the fact that he's got hairy arms, which she finds very erotic. Uh, and, um, yeah, that's really about it. There's not much about Lily in the book at all. As I say, I made a pretty conscious effort of combing through to find it. And her hairstyle is mentioned twice, uh, both in different ways, though. One is she had wavy hair and the other is silky and long. So well, it could be wavy and <laughs> I guess still it just silky. depends on the yeah. evening. Wavy and silky sure. and long. That all that all makes sense together. Yeah. But also, you know, it depends on the day, the, the what you're going out to do, mm-hmm. all that stuff, how much time you want to put into it. I get I it. I know that she wears a red dress at least twice. Yes. She does. And stilettos. Mm-hmm. And also comfortable clothes. She also jeans looks good in and jeans. and maybe a white sweater. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So she's like, you know, one of those ladies. <laughs> who wears all sorts of, of clothes. Chinese ancestry that wears jeans and also dresses. <laughs> totally Could be wears anybody. Clothing. Yep. Could be anybody. <laughs> Has hairstyles. She's exactly. your modern woman. <laughs> but they do. I, I did feel like despite the lack of physical description, I did get a good sense of like the character they were going for with her, which is good because this is like a very short book. But like she's an accountant. She's very like buttoned down and like type A. She makes lists. Loves to write lists like is uh, yeah. is like a good girl, whatever that means. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seems cute. Who is in charge of setting for this this month's I think it's book? Ms. I think Amy. it's me. <laughs> All right, take it away, Amy. So there were um, three different settings essentially. So one being the dreaded Mosquito Bay, awful small town, but no more mosquitoes than any other place in the summer. Sure. Especially not in fall. Especially not. In fall. They tend to all go away. Exactly. So don't let the name fool you. Uh, And then there was also Toronto, big city, lots of appeal for both of our main characters, mostly because of food. I'm going to say it's a very food-centric book. I mean, it It was. It it had all to do with, what do you call it? Well, they go get dumplings, and then he's, like, having char siu pork, and then they go get bubble tea. Like, it was, like, yeah, tell me more. And then even they have KFC. So, like, they really run the gamut. It's a lot of balance that's (laughs) happening here. And Lily's from Inglefort. Ingle, I can't say that word now. Engelford. Engelford. <laughs> Another small town. So they're both like small town peeps uh, making it big in Toronto where all the bubble tea and good food lives. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, Carla, do you want to walk us through the conflict of this book? I know the blurb already gave it away, but I was just going to say I wish the bl- I'd re- reread the blurb before I wrote all my notes because that was exactly it. So like. Lily has just been broken up with. She's like, I'm going to have a one night stand tonight. And then she meets this guy who's a total babe. They go have sex. It's great. And then her mom's like, hey, my friend wants to set you up with her son. They're like doing this fun thing where they're surprising all four of their kids with dates on Thanksgiving. Fun, hey? It's not fun, you guys. Nothing says we're going to fall in love forever. Like... A four-way blind date situation. On Thanksgiving. Mm. On Thanksgiving. Anyway, so, like... One of which involves an ex, and we will talk about that when it comes up. So she's like, all right, why not? Because she's feeling newly, like, great and confident after her very successful one-night stand. Um, So she shows up, and, uh uh-oh, 
Nick opens the door, but she's not there to be his date. She's there to be his brother Greg's date. Twist. Twist. Uh, Shenanigans. The thing that I loved was that not, well, several things. His parents are always making out, which is very cute. (laughs) Like, they're still totally, like, crazy about each other. But also that, like, the mom and the grandma were like, what are, what happens in romance novels? Let's try and make that happen. So Nick's date is a farmer. And they were like, well, opposites attract. Like, she could not be more different than him. She runs a pig farm. And he is, like, lives in a penthouse in Toronto. (laughs) And I forget, Greg is, like, an engineer, what did they think they yeah. were going to have going for them? What was their romantic trope? Because one was like exes getting back together. That was the yeah. sister. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. younger uh, the brother sister, yeah. was. Anyway, they were all these romantic like romance novel tropes that they were like, well, it works in the book. So, like, yeah. let's just try it. Oh, <laughs> maybe she was supposed to be love at first sight with Greg. Oh, maybe. That all gets resolved quite quickly. And then like the the conflict of their relationship is that she's a bit insecure because he's like this like happening player dude who's never really had a relationship and he's never really had a relationship so he is like commitment phobic as cliche as that sounds well but it is a romance novel so cliche away yeah. Cle- yes yeah i mean 100 uh i do really enjoy that the parents uh well the mom and the grandma were you know, trying to meddle, but in a hilarious totally. way. Like, I've watched a lot of these. Yeah. This will totally work. <laughs> and it was a bit of a train wreck. Yeah. But everybody's very good natured in it. So that's that's. Fun. I did like, like, I think she did a great, the author did a great job of fleshing out the characters in such a short amount of time. Like, she leaned in hard yes, to different sure. things. Like, we know Nick's grandma can't cook at all. It's his grandpa that does all the cooking. <laughs> Yeah, she really did like with with his parents and his grandparents and her mom and her sister like and and the other siblings even mm-hmm. like it was like um what was that other book for real mm-hmm. the Spires book yeah. that we read that was great mm-hmm. like every time there was a person in it she really explained like what their deal was which was nice yeah. like there was no just like it's like okay aside from I guess what Lily looks like there was no just like stand in people that didn't really. Apart from like Lily's two friends. anything about? Yeah, we don't really learn much about yeah, them. True. That's Forget true. Forget them. They're just there for and her. how dare they interrupt her attempt at a one-night yeah. stand partially. Yeah. But she powered through. She's a trooper. Yep. I mean, he just really uh, held her to it in a way that was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about their initial uh, meet-cute, because it was quite funny. She she mumbles to herself about, like, oh, how hard is it to have, like, a one-night stand? sort of thing and he overhears her saying this and then of course they get to talking and they decide to go for the uh the one night standing question which she has called operation get laid tonight which i found you know she's got that written down in a notebook somewhere for sure like she's so Mm -hmm. organized she's like she bought new underwear she's got a dress she's like this is what i'm doing tonight (laughs) like my friends are gonna meet me at this i'm crossing this off my list some, some hot guy to have sex with and then she meets him before her friends even get there. And it's it's done in such a cute way that I didn't even have the opportunity to be like, well, in real life, this would be creepy AF. Number one, like, <laughs> ladies, don't mumble to yourself about one night stands ever in a bar. Just like safety first. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having someone overhear you say that and being like, I think I can help you with this problem. 
Well, well, well. You, yes. you rang? You rang. <laughs> uh, it's just super creepy, but she did it in like such a cute way and in a relaxed kind of way that I didn't feel like, oh, he's like totally taking advantage or anything like that. It was very nice. The whole The whole thing was just very nice. Well, it really felt like even though he was like the more experienced one, she was totally in control of the oh, whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. She could hold her own in that sexual situation. Yeah. yeah, she was like she was she was running the show and he was so good about consent and checking in and like like this is good. Are you okay with this? How is this? And you know, enthusiastic consent is sexy. Oh, yeah, it is. And so that was really great. Yeah, and there's one uh, quote I highlighted from him said, uh, thank you for propositioning me. He said, I accept, but you were free to change your mind at any yes, time. Okay. So great. And I was like, oh, my God. Applause, yes, finally. Applause. And I feel like that was on like page four because I think I yes. highlighted very, that page too. 15. I think. And I was like, yeah. oh. the sex happened on page 22, which I also want to applaud yeah. the author for. Like, thank you for not making me wait. You gave me these two adorable characters. And then you wrote like what I would say, you know, top notch, fairly decent sex scene yeah great job yeah it was pretty good yeah. part of why i picked this book uh was that there was a sex scene so early in it because i mean some of the ones that we've had we've gotten like 220 pages in yeah. and you're like oh my god so this one i was flipping through and then all of a sudden i was like oh all right we're in the money okay <laughs> like yeah this is we'll the do one this I book want. no problem also the author used the word um moseyed which i really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I wrote a note and it just great. says yes next to Mosey. <laughs> I feel like that's again part of the Canadian. I think it might be because it's like that's so funny. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. The sex starts before page 22. It was 18 on mine. Yeah, this tablet. is after the sex yeah. and before they decide to have more a sex. Note, a note for me <laughs> on page 18 is he got that big dick. <laughs> He's got that big dick. Yeah. Um, I like that she's getting a thrill and not just in a sexy way, but also just seeing like the beautiful Toronto city lights. Mm -hmm. Cause up in his penthouse and he's going down on her and she's just looking at the lights. Like, you know, just really taking it all in. What a magical experience. I love that. Yeah, it's true. And she's like, Oh, people could see us. I mean, they couldn't really, cause we're on the 53rd floor, but like sort of, they could like maybe if someone had binoculars. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cute. So yeah, they have uh, a fantastic uh, first uh, evening together where, you know, they fuck a couple different times. Four, in and fact. And go out for she four, says, in fact. Like, oh, sorry, this is the next morning on her walk of shame that she's so excited about. And she's like, we had sex four times in 12 hours. I mean, which is, that's amazing. Oh, Who wouldn't definitely. want that yeah. for a one night stand? That's fantastic. But yeah, they went out for delicious food. They... Like they ran the whole gamut in one night and it was like perfect. Lily like dusted her hands off, enjoyed her walk of shame. Never going to see this guy again. I felt like she would have been OK if she had never seen him again. hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I got the feeling where she was just like, cross that off my list. Nice. Yeah. Like literally she walked down the street, physically crossed off her list, off that item and was like, now I can continue. On I feel with like my life. he would have pined over her for a while. That's what it seemed like, because he was like, I don't think they gave any indication that she was really still thinking about him, but he was definitely still thinking about her. But 
Yeah, I totally agree. And she was like smart enough to know like, well, that was wonderful. He was super hot. The sex was good. It was like not creepy at all. I probably don't need to do that again. Like, I don't know that she said that, but I don't. It seemed like she was. Yeah, like, well, I did that thing that I wanted to do. And now just get on with my life. Had a great experience. How lucky am I that I got like. Like, that was, like, top-notch one-night stand material, I think, and now I don't have to do it again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty great. And I do feel like she was made to be, like, a very confident <laughs> character and really smart. Mm-hmm. Like, she's very logical. Yes. And I enjoyed that. She, like, wasn't a dumb girl like you often read in these stories where, I don't she was just like, I really, I really enjoyed her, and I want to read another one of these books. Yeah, I probably will, too. Someone's got to get Greg to open up. Yep. And it's going to be his ex, Tasha? I forget. And they're stuck in that hotel. Yeah, that's how this book snowy? ends is that like, he's on his way back home for Christmas, the brother, Greg. And he's driving with his ex for some reason. But they like, the, the storm's too bad. They have to stop and stay in a motel. Which I love that she like hung and a I lantern on the one rom- romance novel, like cliches. And then now she's doing them. It's fun. That's yeah. cute. It's great. Yeah. Okay, let's talk uh, a little bit more about uh, the the scenes, the sex scenes in general. I have three written down. Did anyone get more than that? No, I had three as well. The first one three. kind of like is two sort of. I mean, it's yeah. a four for one. <laughs> they like <laughs> yeah. do it and then go for dumplings and bubble tea and then do it mm-hmm. again, I think. Well, according to the book, two yeah. more times. But I think in the book, like descriptively one more time. But yeah. Um, yeah. Same encounter. Three encounters that are written about. Uh, and all in all, I have to say. Pretty darn good job. Yeah. Agreed. No complaints. Yeah. No, it was like nothing, sadly, nothing totally hilarious because. I know. I always wish. I, always, I, I went back through it like three times and was like, come on, like say something lamer. Like, did she really not maybe say like ding dong or something <laughs> instead of cock at any one point? Like, like Lily moseyed. Yeah. Did he like maybe like. I mean, he could have done you know, something. something. Fun, I don't know. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't really an abundance of like descriptive terms or fun adjectives to go with. Uh, I did quite enjoy, uh, as Carla mentioned, the relationship between his parents. They were just so like lovey dovey with each other. And you could tell that he was like the typical like oh, mom and dad. That's gross. But also the fact that he'd been exposed to that. I thought was really good for him as a character because, you know, he's this one night stand dude in Toronto. But he also was like maybe not the most popular kid growing up, so probably had some self-confidence issues as far as that goes. So was keeping guarded. But he saw what was out there. And then when Lily like showed up on the scene, he was ready for it. Yeah, agreed. He had a good model in those cute parents that were still so crazy about each other like 35 years later or whatever, which is nice. Which is really good. Yeah. And he even had his funny grandparents. (laughs) I really like the grandparents. Whenever they had lines, it was like. A real, real fun situation. Like the grandma was like, oh, well, I'll cook. And then everyone's like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. No. Um, and there is some baking in this one. It really it was another oh, yeah. g- good reason why Tom selected this as the like the baking enthusiast in the in the group. Because, yeah, she brings Nanaimo bars yep. to the Thanksgiving dinner, which, which he eats people, like one layer at a time like the, a psychopath. Yeah, that, like that, was the, that was the most disturbing. That should have been. You're right, Tom. That's the trigger warning yep. for the episode. Like, what do you mean he pulled the layers apart? Like, what What are you talking about? 
Um, and then he made her. It's just not done. Date squares. Date squares or something. And lemon squares. Oh yeah, when she was sick. So yeah, mm-hmm. he, she like baked something, and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna bake for her." Because after at the Thanksgiving dinner, um, they start making out. Not at the dinner. That sounded terrible. They like go outside, <laughs> just on top of the table. They went outside or right something. On the or, well, no, they, you know, they, they did were in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen though. Yeah, they went in the kitchen and were like, "Hey, it's you. Hey, it's you. Hmm, you're still pretty hey, hot. Hmm. You want to lick some Nanaimo bar filling off my finger? Yeah." So then clearly she was not there for Greg anymore. And that was all fine because Greg didn't even know her. <laughs> so no. And no Greg feelings. didn't seem to care about anything. No, Greg was not interested. And then she was like, well, you should come have Thanksgiving dinner with my family. I think the next night or two nights later. Yeah, it was right yeah. in the next day or two for sure. Yeah. yeah. Her dad passed away, but her parents um, had immigrated. So they got KFC like one of their first years when the kids were little like they kids. Am I misremembering this? Yes, like the kids right. were like, no, Something we like want to have Thanksgiving dinner. Like this is what happens in Canada, and they were like, okay, and they went and got KFC, and then then that's their cute family tradition. They have KFC every year, so she invited him to come have KFC with her mom and her sister, and then they like, yeah, it's cute. He bakes something for them. Her sister's like, why do you like my lame sister? Your sister's <laughs> not lame. Right? She's, a total she's the babe. boring one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They talk a lot about Lily and Lily talks a lot about herself as like being boring and being predictable and being the good one. Well, um, her previous, as if all those are negative things. Yeah, her I know, previous I was just boyfriend say- broke up with her due to that fact. Yeah. So that really spurred Operation Get Laid Tonight. Uh, Also, I have like one of my favorite quotes here. Um, This is in the middle of like they're macking on each other. They haven't had sex yet, but the anticipation is there. It's all very exciting. Um, And yeah, this is one of my favorite parts. May I read it for Mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. Please do. It says it. uh, Oh, he this is right after he says we don't have to do it. And then she's in her mind. It. Sex, something she'd only ever done within a relationship, but we wa- she wanted this night with him. He really was a very nice man. In her mind, she gave herself a high five for making <laughs> such a good choice. Um, I don't know if any of you know me, but I give myself actual high fives a lot of the time. So the fact she mentally high fived herself, like during foreplay i'm just like oh i'm here for it yes please yes lily get it mm-hmm. high five yourself girl you deserve it i did feel like and i can't actually find an example of this but they were sort of um like i don't know like playful like they were kind of bantery mm-hmm. when like yeah. in foreplay and in sex which isn't something we mm-hmm. see that often in romance novels like often once the sex starts it's like very serious yeah which is not like necessarily what life is yeah. like. Serious and like. Oh gosh! If you're not laughing during sex, you're missing out. You're supposed to be having fun. And I, I like when I like the sexiest thing about Nick. I feel is his confidence. Um, I think too because he's tried so hard to get that confidence mm-hmm. because he, you know, grew up and like he was, you know, that Asian kid that he says and like all that stuff. But like. Like he's quite bossy in the bedroom, telling her yeah. to say please yeah. and, and stuff for sex, her and I'm just like, and, yeah, yes, okay, yes. <laughs> She's get he's getting her to swear and yeah. bringing out the mirror. So yeah, right. Oh, yeah, exactly. bold move. 
did want to touch again on Nick's family dynamic because there's the scene where he is starting to uh, make the desserts for the for the dinner the next night. And the family's like, what do you like you baking? Does do you even have a kitchen in that condo of yours? Like they've and obviously they, fancy boy. They, they, they all they come, come in like his fancy three man. siblings and his parents the and grandparents, his grandparents are all like, they're all what watching are you doing? him bake. And his grandma's like, oh, you're Mr. Baker now. Maybe you can bake your wedding cake. It's so funny. <laughs> and I love that the grandparents like the grandma's like, I watch baking and cooking competitions all the time. And the grandpa orders everything on Amazon. Like, <laughs> yeah, delightful, delightful grandparents to deal with. Yeah. Like, you know, this family. It's true. Like, like this is like some real familiar. characterization that in a like novella that's 150 pages long, maybe. And those are not the main characters, obviously. <laughs> I love it when family's all up in your business. This entire thing, minus the sex, completely reminds me of Kim's Convenience. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. Love every minute of it. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, it's a Canadian sitcom. I believe it's on oh, Netflix. Oh, so funny. Yes, it is. So. Yeah. Four seasons. Oh, yeah. Super fun. Do it. Leave a comment whether or not you like Kim's Convenience. <laughs> And this book, it's only like, what, 101 pages? It's very oh, short. Oh, is it that short? It's really short. Yeah. Like, I guess the very four short. seasons together or the four holidays together probably equal like a whole a book. book? Sure. Yeah. So the rest of the plot, they, yeah, they decide, well, let's go on a date. They have sex. Then they go on a date. And then they're just kind of like dating. Yep. And she's like, I don't want to have sex with someone who's having sex with other people. And he's like, okay. And then she's okay. like, great, we're in a relationship. And then he's like, wait, oh. what? In his mind, like, no, I said I wasn't having sex with other people. That doesn't mean we're in a relationship. Yes, it which does. Is like, Nick. <laughs> which is just like such like weird straight dude bullshit as I say it out loud. Like, yeah. that, no, I think <laughs> I'm th pretty that, sure that's that is exactly what the definition that of a relationship where you only bone uh, each other. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But yeah, it just was very like normal because he's like, you know, this hot hot shot was the word hot a lot of times in that sentence oh and he's got that friend who's like d d you know brunch is gonna get you <laughs> yes exactly bro, but bro yes. but bro like you're gonna start going to friday brunch. nights you're not gonna want to yeah. be out late saturday night like looking for women with me because you're gonna want to be home with your girlfriend getting ready for Ooh. brunch and i'm like yeah, that all sounds great. Yeah, brunch is delightful. Does. Eggs Benedict, please. <laughs> What's not to like about this situation? You get to sleep in and then you have a delicious breakfast. Exactly. You might even get to wake up, have sex, and then go to a delicious exactly. breakfast. Exactly. This is not a bad lifestyle. It's all coming together. Oh. <laughs> uh, there's something... Book three is Nick's friend. <laughs> there is something Amy mentioned a while back about uh, Lily being like an actual smart, competent woman for... Sometimes for a change in some of these novels, there is one instance, though, where that kind of crumbles a little bit when she's sick and Nick is taking care of her and she starts to kind of overthink everything. And then Nick's family shows up and that doesn't help the situation either. But so for a brief second, we get a glimpse like behind Lily's like mask and you see that, yeah, she has these like thoughts and fears and worries. But on the outside, she keeps it pretty cool most of the time. So it was nice. Again, yeah. characterization in like a 100 page novella. That was way better than a lot of the other books we read. For sure. I really enjoyed that moment, actually, because I don't know about you guys, but anytime I'm sick, everything is 10 times worse mm -hmm. sure. than it would normally be. I'm not handling things. I'm second guessing things. I'm upset about things I may not really 
be upset about most of the time. And I really felt that in her. Mm -hmm. Just like, also like she's in like not her home. Like she's in her not boyfriends. Yeah. In a like new relationship at his place. Like it's not comfortable. You just want to like be sick and gross and like. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. not in entertaining. the 53rd floor penthouse. On the 53rd floor, exactly. Where it's <laughs> but like... I did give him the opportunity to show that he wants to take care of her, yeah. which is nice too. So, Is there any other kind of like plot thing that we've missed that anybody wants to talk about? And I, again, it's such a short book that I think we've covered most of the bases, but... They kept it like kind of really straightforward, right? Boy meets girl. Boy and girl have sex. Uh, boy and girl meet spontaneously at a family Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, boy and girl do each other a few more times and agree to only do each other. Boy and girl have questions and concerns about going forward. Boy and girl get over it and live happily ever after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically. I mean, it's a very tidy plot went. summary. But yes, a lot of our other novels are like, okay, and there's a side plot with these vampires, right? <laughs> but then these aliens come out and they have this whole like government problem happening. Exactly. So I feel like this is this a is very, very straightforward. Like, a very straightforward book. Uh, there is one other thing I want to mention, uh, and it has to do with the scene where Lily's sick and Nick's taking care of her. Uh, he asks if she wants wonton soup and he brings her a, a bowl of soup and a glass of orange juice and then proceeds to tell her the most disgusting story about when he was on a business trip and he was served warm tang. Warm tang. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Which I made a note of and just put gross as the, <laughs> as the annotation for it. What's weird is that I like feel like I can taste it. Well, and then his parents and grandparents gave him shit for giving her cold orange juice. Oh, right. They were like, is that cold orange juice? Like, my God, are you trying to kill her? And he's like, no, warm orange juice is wrong. <laughs> Very human interactions I really enjoy. Yes. And on top of good sex scenes, I mean. It was just a pleasant 100-page read. It was great. So great. Um, uh, uh, we haven't done bone Yeah, we're just going to move on to that right oh. now. Can I say one other thing? Oh, sure. My only other note I had was there's a part where it says, like, he puts his finger inside of her. And I was like. COVID ruins everything because the, my first thought, because they had just come back from the bar, was like, I hope he washed his hands. Yeah. For I mean, 20 I, would seconds. Hope, I would hope so anyway, but like, particularly in this health environment, come on. You are in a hot zone, sir. I was just going to say, Toronto is just a hotbed, too. <laughs> Not that we can talk here where I am. We are definitely losing this game. <laughs> All right. So we, we mentioned there were no real fun adjectives. I mean, there was a couple fun things like Operation Get Laid Tonight. But nothing really that we find, you know, in these books with like the phallic references and stuff. It just really mm. wasn't there for this one. Yeah, not really. I mean, she referred to nipples as tips a couple times, which was like <laughs> only on like a third read through of like, I really got to find something that I was like, well, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the tip of the iceberg, you know, right? Like, you know, I mean, like most of the tips. boob is underwater. <laughs> exactly. Like 90% of the boob yeah. is underwater. Yeah. The old boob tips, the old you know. Classic boob tip. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on to Bonability. Uh, Amy, mm -hmm. Bonability for both of these characters. What do you think? I would definitely bone both of these characters. I th I like, well, frankly, they're both really confident in bed, which I'm very attracted to. And, sorry, husband, I'm attracted to um, Chinese men and Korean men. Really just any men of the Asian variety. So, 
they had it all going on for so a me. A lot of check marks. There. Lots of check marks. I crossing lots off my list here, just as Lily would do. All right, Carla, how about you? Oh, for sure, because she's like super smart and confident, but not like weirdly fakely romance novel confident you know like she has like some slight insecurities as you would mm-hmm. like it just was great he's he was fun and funny and super into consent and looks like henry golding so okay yeah i was All gonna right. say like the henry golding thing sure. sold me right off the bat and then it turned out he was a great guy too so exactly totally Bonus. 10 out of 10 would bone both of them as well all right well uh, a bit of a short episode today but you know what it was a bit of a short book exactly let's rate the book amy you're up first what do you think oh for sure uh the one part the like because they didn't have any funny adjectives really i couldn't just couldn't choose Uh, but however she did decide to like like write a sound oh yes <laughs> that I totally said out like I read it out loud to myself afterwards. So it's like when they're just first getting busy. I feel like I need to like say how because otherwise it's just me making a strange noise into the microphone. Um, so like he's currently dipping his fingers inside her underwear um, and like I'll be in strokey down there and saying stuff like it's a very nice view, isn't it? It's the reason. And so he's like, just trying to like have a conversation with her. And she's like, uh, he goes like, oh, it's a part of the reason. Like, I got this place. Good location. Lovely view. And she responds with, <laughs> which is G-U-N-H. Uh-huh. So I give it like five G's out of five G's. <laughs> I think that's a very fair reading. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Carla, how about you? Yeah, I also thought it was good. Super quick read. Got to the sex quick. Everyone was lovely. Just a fun way to spend like a very short period of time. So like five nipple tips out of five. No, wait. Boob tips. They are nipples. This is, They're not nipple tips. <laughs> oh, my God. The tip of the nipple. <laughs> it's getting so it's even specific. Even a smaller area. Very specific. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Boob tips. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like great characters. Great sex. Nice short read. Very fun book. Uh, five out of five deconstructed Nanaimo bars. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's how we're going. It's just wrong. Um, who's up next? Amy? Have we have we picked a new book? Well, Tom, actually, we're going to be reading Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. Uh, so that's it for Sexy Book Club this month. Remember to keep your butter tarts not burnt like Nick's first batch. <laughs>